Welcome to the Victor Collins Sabre podcast. We pray the Holy Spirit will speak to you and stir you up as you listen to this anointed, transformative, and down-to-earth teaching by Bishop Collins. Discover how God can change your life and ministry forever. Enjoy the message. Ask, oh God, you speak to our hearts. You affect our lives. Let us not leave your presence the same as we came. In Jesus' name, somebody said amen. One of you may be seated. I think I advise that from work you come here straight away, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So we have to act like that. So maybe people know that we are serious. Because if you want to come here so late and then leave so late, that's also not a bad idea. But I want to leave here early instead of late. We were talking about how, um, how can I say thanks, isn't it? We still have copies of the book if you don't have a copy. Um, I'm sure you get a copy, isn't it? Yeah, it's been sold for just $2,000. It's very, very far away from me. I'm sure changes will come. All right, so we're looking at how um, can I say thanks? And we've learned a few things, isn't it? What are some of the things you've learned? You should be able to say thanks because what? Is what? Saying thanks is what? Uh-huh. So if you are somebody who prays, you should understand that. So the thing is, how can I say thanks? It's, it's like somebody's asking a question. How can I say thanks? And then the answer is that you can say thanks when you are praying. Because whenever you are praying, it's, a, it's, a, it's an opportunity to say thank you. Are, are you there? So we are answering the question by the chapters and the points in the book. The second point was what? Is what? Be thankful as an attitude of, of life, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, how can I say thanks? You can say thanks every day, every time. It should be a, a lifestyle. Every time, every day, say thank you. Don't wait for something before you say thank you. You can say thanks by making it a, a lifestyle and an attitude. Amen. What's the next thing you learned? You're waiting. Oh, did I not talk about Thanksgiving as a weapon? I didn't. Because I'm, I'm changing. I'm moving on to another chapter. So let me just give you that quickly. Oh. Give thanks as a weapon that releases greatest miracles. Yeah, give thanks. If you don't have it, write it down. Give thanks. Or if you don't write that, it's in your book. Give thanks as a weapon that releases the greatest miracles. I spoke about this. I spoke about it with the feeding of the 5,000, isn't it? If you do remember. Yeah. We said in John chapter 6 that Jesus, when he was going to feed 5,000, what he did was he gave thanks. Now, I want you to take that point extra serious. 
because despite the fact that all the points are important so far or thus far, you see that we don't seem to be able or want to or even think about saying thank you when things are not okay or when we come against a difficulty. It's very difficult to say thank you when you are facing a challenge. It doesn't make sense to any human being. Are you, are you here or you've gone home? I'm saying that this third point, uh, because I want to move on to something tonight, but let me just give you this as, as in conclusion of, of the first part. This point, that is um, thanksgiving as a what? As a weapon that releases the greatest miracles, it is a point I want you to take special note of. The reason is what I started talking about that. It is very, almost impossible. It's impossible for people to give thanks when they face a big challenge. You rather get discouraged. You rather get depressed. You rather get sad. You rather shut off. You rather do all the things that are negative, which does not change the situation. When Jesus had this 5,000 people and all he had was two fishes and five loaves of bread, Jesus didn't cry. Jesus wasn't depressed. Jesus didn't, was, he, he, he didn't say, Peter, nobody should talk to me. Because I, I, right now, I'm studying how I could make this thing work for all them 5,000 people. That was never the attitude of Jesus. And I've been telling you that when you read the Bible, if your life will change for the better as a Christian, if you see some things about God, you will have to carefully do the things you read in the Bible. The Bible says, do not worry about anything, yet you worry. That's why your life is not nice. Because when there's something to worry about, it's like, who are you to tell me not to worry about it? So you try that. You understand? And really, as a Christian, as a Christian, Peter said something in his letter. He said that there is no point to suffer um, because of an evil you do as a Christian. There's no point. We've left and forgotten about all the bad things that could get us into trouble. Now that you're a Christian, there is no point. There's a scripture like that. If I have Bible scholars here. I don't think I have Bible scholars here tonight. I don't, right? <laughs> yeah. Peter said there's no point. It's useless to suffer for evil. Because as Christians, we are not meant to do evil. So when you start paying the cost of doing things that will make you pay for some evil, let's say you go and thief as a Christian and people start beating you and then you get disgraced. You are stupid. <laughs> like Christians are supposed to be stealing. <laughs> and somebody listen to me tonight. Uh-huh. So I'm saying that when we read, uh, it's, it's, if, if you don't take this part of the teaching 
and the training and the guidance. You, you see, <laughs> you, you will not enjoy Christianity if you don't practice it. There's no, there's no point. There's no point. There's no point. The only difference is that you come to church as against an unbeliever. But you come to church and you hear so many wise things, so many life-transforming things. You see, the, f- the few questions I got from the, from the Miracle Wave Convention also helps me to understand that many people, many even of the church members, don't understand a lot of things about God, which is the reality. You see, when, when you ever say that this church has become a money-making church, you are an idiot. <laughs> if somebody tells you that, what would you say? Now, when you were a little boy, you don't need so much money for anything. When you get big, you marry. When you used to be in the scheme, and, and now that... When do you need more money? Was it then or now? So, should I call you money-making man? <laughs> I don't understand. When we didn't have anything, when we didn't have any projects, we were not even taking offering seriously. It's true. It's true. Now that we have big projects that we take offering seriously, because you, you don't do, you see, before, because you don't live well for God to bless you, you are finding money a problem now, you're beginning to think that the church has changed its course, but you are the one who has changed. Because now we have been given even a bigger responsibility financially to do a lot of things. So it is now that, and who's going to bring the money? Who's going to bring the money to the church? We are not, look at all of us here, we don't have anything much. We are hustlers. Hustling, struggling by the grace of God. We eat and we sleep and we all of that. And it's out of all those hustling also that we are supposed to give to God also for the building of and everything. Galatians 6 says, Pastor's Appreciation Day. Somebody told me that October, the whole month is Pastor's Appreciation Day. Month. Yeah. So I said, so what do you do the whole month? He said, oh, no, no, don't worry. Every Sunday there's a program. I said, wow. He said, don't you know? I said, no, I didn't know. He said, it's a worldwide thing. Every October, the whole month of October, is Pastor's Appreciation Month. Not Dale, month. And me, I don't even know. If I start saying, the whole month of November is... Uh, but, you see, someone said, it's, it's what? Yeah, the church has changed. <laughs> is it because you are so ignorant? You don't go anywhere. You don't read anything. You don't listen to anything. Those who are ignorant. I don't know what I'm saying. So if you don't take care, the, all the years that you are coming here, it will become useless because you will not take the preaching and the teaching so serious for your life to be transformed. Someone was asking me a question that if your master is prosperous, how come the servant is not prosperous? I said, let the servant try there. How can you live in a prosperous house and you are not prosperous? Is it the master's fault? Something wrong with you. I'm sure when you wake up in the morning, you're, you're in your room, you don't want to come out. That's why you're poor. 
breakfast is served. Everybody in the house eats. And you alone, how can you not eat breakfast? That's you are the one who stay in your room. You don't want to go and eat breakfast. What kind of question is that? You, you like suffering. You, you want to make it bad that the, the master has prospered. Met- <laughs> and these are things church members come up with and think about. Yes. And it is so because they have not. So, so somebody, somebody asked me, the person said, can you, they asked me whether I can say my prosperity if, if I have prospered, I have not prospered yet. If my prosperity is a miracle. Or something. Something like that. So I said, my prosperity? There's something, something the person said in comparison to themselves. So I said, sweetheart, you can never compare my prosperity to your prosperity. Never. Don't take your eye compass me. I said, number one. I left a country and I came to a country. You have not gone anywhere to do anything. That alone should not put us on the same platform. You see, the fact that you are around somebody you know and you care with, it doesn't mean that you are the same. Many people get deceived. You let me read your Bible. Thanksgiving is a weapon, it is very abnormal. To have two fishes and five loaves with 5,000 people that you, you, you are not going to study. You are not studying. I mean, there is nobody who has a bill to take care of who doesn't have money who wouldn't study. Uh, is there anybody here like that? There's nobody. That you have about 250,000 bill to, if you don't sort it out by tomorrow, there's going to be a big problem. And you don't have it. You won't study? So, so, Gabby says he won't sleep. Yeah. Sometimes just September is approaching. School bills and all of that. You, 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 you can't sleep. Yeah. Now, first Sunday in October, escalation sixes. No matter what you do, you have to give an offering to the prophet. My birthday is coming. I don't know what your plan is. You, you, you can tell us that we are looking for money. It's okay. I'll take your money and I'll spend it. Learn to practice the word of God when you hear it here. So tonight, those who repair good with evil. It's, it's part of the book, if you've read it. Those who repay good with evil. Proverbs chapter 17, verse 13. <laughs> Again, it is something you should practice. That you will never repay good with evil. Proverbs chapter 17, verse 13. Giving a new, new living translation. Are you there? Now, when you live with somebody, you see, no matter who the person is, you should constantly say thank you. In fact, this is what prophet writes here. He says that. 
There are three expected responses when good things are done for you. We'll come to that, but let me read the scripture first. The Bible says that if you repay good with evil, it means that if you don't say thank you to when something is done for you, evil will never leave your house. Don't you want to practice doing good to good? So, so this, is, this is something that is in the atmosphere. It is there. It is a principle. It will apply to anybody who falls into it. Regardless of your beauty, your stature, or your intelligence. Can I say it again? <laughs> if you repay good with evil, evil will never leave your house, no matter who you think you are. You see, the word of God is there. If you fall into it well, it works for you. If you don't fall into it well, it works against you. There are things that works against us and works for us that many people don't even imagine that that is what is happening. Like I, I, I spoke about marriage. If you are not grateful for your husband, you will never enjoy your marriage. No matter how beautiful you are. Now, when I say those things, you don't, you don't even take it. You don't, you don't mind me. You don't like it. Because it's against what you think. Yeah. If you are not grateful that you are a pastor, you will never be happy as a pastor. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because you, you think that being a pastor is nothing. If that's how your mind is, you will be nothing also. It's a principle. It's a principle. What you, see, what you do is what you get. So if you are grateful that God called you, you are grateful that you are a pastor, God will also, out of that gratitude, do you well. I've never regretted being a pastor. I don't know why you will not be happy that you're a pastor. If you repay good with evil, and everybody here has, has received some, a, a good amount of good in this church. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. If, you, if you've been here for just one month, you have been given something good. Make sure you don't repair, repay that good with evil. Because why, why shouldn't you do that? It's not Bishop who is trying to tell you something. Oh, the Bible, that is, you see, the, the centurion told Jesus that, he said, I am a man under authority. And I say to one, go, and he goeth. And he said that, I know if you stand here and speak, my servant to be well. In other words, the centurion was saying that, I know when you also say, be healed, there are some people I can't see who take paracetamol and go and put it in the person's body and the person, the, the, my servant to be well. And so I, I don't really have to have you in a physical environment to see what, what I want to experience. Do you get it? So the word of God is like a force that is waiting to work or not. So if you, if you repay somebody who does good to you with evil, then a door opens. Then evil is sent to your house. 
Evil comes and becomes a tenant in your house. Why? Because you were somebody that did something good for you, and you repaid the evil with good. Or you repaid the good with evil. So, prophet says something here. Prophet says in the book chapter chapter three, page twenty-five. He says that um, there are three ex- expected responses when good things are done for you. Number one, he says. Say thank you to show that you are thankful. Number two, do something good that shows that you are thankful. Number three, be thankful maintaining a grateful attitude. (laughs) I don't know if you get it. So, when something good is done for you, you should say thank you. You don't end there. Then you continue by doing something good to the person who showed you kindness, that you are thankful. So, that's where you say thank you with a gift. And then since the person has even thought of you once, and has done something good for you, then you maintain an attitude of thankfulness. He says, be thankful, maintaining a grateful attitude. So if Lady Pastor Akima does something good for me, or to me, I have to say thank you to her. Then, I have to say thank you with something. So I don't just say thank you, but I take something small and I say, oh, please, yesterday what you did for me, I'm so grateful. Thank you so much. I just, just, oh, no, Bishop, so no, 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 you, you, please, you know, I'm so grateful. Said, okay, all right, thank you very much. Then from there, I mark her as somebody I will never be ungrateful to for the rest of my life. If I do the opposite, just as the windows of heaven open and a blessing is poured out, the windows of hell will open and curses will pour out into your heart. Exactly like that. And that's how it's going to be. Evil will never leave your house. So if you are constantly or have constantly experienced evil in your house or in your life, is it some of you, you should check your, the number of years you've been in church as against how you have moved forward in life. If it is not the same, you should question your belief in God, not anybody. <laughs> if you don't go to heaven, don't blame Jesus. <laughs> are, are, are you following what I'm trying to say? If you compare the number of years you've been around to your practical life and you have not moved forward, nobody, nobody is to be blamed. It's you. Yeah. When I compare how long I've been serving the Lord and how far I have come, I have every reason to give God the glory for the spiritual things and the physical things. Is that the same case for you? If it's not, it means you are far from me. You are not doing the things I'm doing and you should never blame anybody but yourself. You are not using and applying the right things. You are not applying the word of God to your life. You are walking up, going and coming. You are just a nice Christian, nice uh, church member and you are thinking that by so doing, that things will work out. No. 
One of the things is that you don't repay good with evil. You do not. You do not. And the first person we should be very careful how we deal with him is God. Because many, many or many a times, you see that when we, are de- we deal with God through people and we don't even recognize that. There's no dealing with God that doesn't come through people. 99% of God's dealings come through people. meet God face to face and, and he, he tells you something. You hardly have a, a face to face encounter with God and say Elizabeth this is my plan for your life. Follow it. You will hardly you will hardly you hardly because he's written everything down. His will is written down. You just have to read the will and execute it. That's all. You don't need him to come and speak. His will is there. It is his word. So you hardly have an encounter with God. The person who has an encounter with God is the one that he has placed over your life who he uses. So in Hebrews chapter 6, verse 7. You're probably close with that one. Advice you've Come straight from work, huh? Close from work, 4.35. Just drive straight here. Come. Put some cologne in your car. Spray your armpit when you get out. Yeah. It's your car. You have to keep things in your car. And keep water in your car that you bathe with. When you get here, just get to the corner. You can do so many things here if you have a car. If you don't have a car, get a small bottle. Be, 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 be a bit more military-like on, on week, weekday services. Don't go home and fresh, fresh up and do all of that. It's not important. Yeah, just come straight. We come 6, 6.30 by 8.30, we, we're close. You go and have a very nice long evening. Unless you are a worker, then you have a, a short evening. You get it? Otherwise, we, we, our time... When we say 10, it's not 10, it's, it's 2. It's also not so good. Hebrews chapter 6, verse 7. The Bible says that for the earth, if you know this scripture, how many know this scripture? We've spoken about this scripture before. For the earth, for the earth, the earth which drinks in the rain that comes often upon it. And brings forth herbs, meat for them by whom it is dressed. You need to do English B to understand these things. Otherwise, give me New Living Translation. This is, this is English B. Shakespeare. Julius Caesar. <laughs> Romeo and Juliet. Those kind of things. When the ground soaks up the falling rain, and remember, in in, in the parable of the sower, the scripture says that a a sower went out to sow, and the seeds fell on the wayside um, among thorns, on the rocky soil, and on on the good ground. 
Then when Jesus spoke about how the seed was treated, then he said, these are those. He started to explain to the disciples the four different types of soil. And he said that these different types of soil are those. He referred to the soils as human beings. So the Bible says here again that when the ground soaks up the rain, the falling rain, which means that it's you and I who receive something good. Because rain is good. It's been hot these last couple of days. It's good for construction, but not good for human life. Because when you go and sleep, the place is hot. Yeah. <laughs> and you see, th- these are some of the things that we, we don't see. You see what, I, what, I, what, I, what, I, <laughs> what I know is that we, as a, as, as a denomination, as an organization, we have a very good administrator a very good leader in the form of an administrator. So our money is managed very seriously, properly. That's how our way of prospering. You you get it? But there are places where the the money is not just, and so, so because of that, we only depend on tithe and offerings. It's a very unique church. Yeah, hardly will we, hardly do people, I mean, I, I don't know about other people. Ghana is different. I don't know about other places. Hardly do people, we, we organize something for the pastor. Apart from pastor's appreciation day. Because our focus is building a church. How many times do we give you things free in this church here? Have you thought about it? Since you started coming to this church, have we paid your life bill for you before? Never! Hey, you you not even ask me because you know you know very well that that, that that's not what we do here in Shepherd House. <laughs> that's not our doctrine. Other churches do those things because we have a leader who is an administrator. So people who normally would like money to be spent on them, they get offended in the church and they leave. Those who are offended. Because they can't understand why I've been coming to this church all these years and then I got into this problem and I needed just about 150,000 and I told Bishop about it and Bishop just prayed for me. He never, and I see the offerings, I see the tithe. As people are paying the tithe, I can count. So that must be 3,000. One, two, three, four, five. Must be enough money. My name is Sister Charlene. I know all the money that comes. But you see, everything is not God, Percy. So you need a mixture. Bible says a false balance is an abomination. So as much as we have a very good administration, it doesn't mean that we should only depend on tithe and offerings. Then nobody will bless anybody with anything in the church. I pay my tithe, I give my offering, I go my way. That's it. Let the leaders manage the money well. There's, no, there's nobody who's going to buy you a juice or buy you a drink or nothing. There are some places, you, if you let church members come to your house, the next day, you see that they will, bring, they will buy, go and buy some things and come and put in the house. Yeah. There are some places, church members will come to your house, there will not be any chair, but they will, not, they will not even care at all. It's okay. Because me too, I don't have a chair in my house, so if bishop doesn't have a chair, it's okay. 
and you don't know how much you are missing out. Because we are, we are doing all the administration. So, so it's also salary like you also. This salary comes and it's not enough. It's not enough. It's okay. We're all there. But God is saying that, that that is not how I want you. I am not. So I am not a salary God. Please, if all your life you are going to depend on a salary, Charlie, you will not prosper. Amen. You will not prosper. A salary. Look at how everybody is saying that things have become difficult. Everybody is asking a little extra for their services. Nobody has added nothing to the salary. How many of you here have you had an increase in salary because of uh, uh, petrol uh, problems before things have gone like that? Nothing like that. Yeah. You still have to live. You still have to pay the extra uh, uh, gas, extra this, extra this, and your salary is the same. So if that is how God is taking care of that, then God is a wicked man. <laughs> no, that is how the world system is trying to reward you. But that's not how God rewards you. God rewards you outside your salary system. Yes! You have to believe it too. You have to believe it. I told you, I just went online and then I saw money in my account. I said, Wow! So I talked to the person, say, Charlie, he said, oh, no. Really? Oh, okay. I said, Sunday, I was going, we were going home, then my, one of my secretaries tell me, oh, somebody sent money for you. I said, oh, really? Wow. It is not my, my salary is end of the month, though. Mountain, like you. But, 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 as against me, looking forward to that, I have avenues before that comes. You did you say you owe Digicel and GTNT 500? So, even if I bless you with credit, they will take it away from you. <laughs> hey, Alexis, it will not be a blessing because when I send you the 500, they will take all the 500. Ah, ah, yeah. Because we have always tried to be very straight and correct, integrity and all of that. So it's straight, tight offerings. There's a certain rigidity that has existed around that side. We say, oh, no, we don't need any money to do anything. That's why some of the projects even take longer. Because the people say, but we pay tight an offering. They use the money for that. I remember Bishop David when he was building a cathedral. One day he said, the people were asking, where is all the money? But look, because his foundation, it was a whole, whole three-story building because of, of the hurricane. They made him do a very wow foundation. I've never seen steel that fat before in my life until I went to Jamaica. That was when the, the, the columns were coming out of the foundation. So when the 5'8", that's about three times the 5'8 we see here. Because of the hurricane, he had, to, he had to do a foundation in the ground with solid slabs. Not them cable, cable thing. All cast. The foundation was cut solid. So he says, when the col- columns came up, 
He was doing fundraising. He said, some people in the church were talking. Yeah, like people talk around also. <laughs> he said, ask him, so, so all this money is being collected. Where is the money? Just like one day, I was asked, where is all the money? When we were doing the road to bring the cathedral here, one, one senior pastor said, where is the building? I said, the building, is sun is a building for now. You have to put sun, dig and put sun and come around. It's said, how? I said, please, come and see. <laughs> because when you are outside, you don't believe that you have to do what we did to bring this structure here. No car can come here. You see, when you drive here, you think it was natural. Hey, you think it's oh, APNU or PPP that did, made a road for us? This road is not going anywhere. You are not passing due to Wismo. <laughs> we are not positioned by the roadside. You'd have seen minibuses pass as since you came to sit here. This is our own personal road. Everything we have to create it. And that is the Dagger of Mills anointing. He has to, he has to create everything that he has. And that's, that's the anointing on me also. Even light, we have to bring lantern posts, bring transformer, bring wires. It's going to come, you see it. Everything, it's not, it's not GPL is passing, so you just put a little wire on it, you bring meter and you go. That is not our case. It's not, we are not in a scheme. <laughs> no, 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 no. Everything else is, I mean, we're, we're expecting our containers from China very soon. When it comes, it can't go over the bridge. I mean, it can't go over the harbor bridge, number one. It can't go over this, uh, uh, this private bridge, number two. So all the tiles in crates that are coming, how are we going to bring them and store them? How are we going to do that? It's a whole, it's not a, it's not a simple, it's like everything we're doing here, I as your leader, I have to maneuver and get things done. And it's all money. So I don't know why you, you're afraid of money. Yeah. So you are the ground. If you soak up falling rain, if you soak up falling rain, what I'm doing, preaching, preaching is rain. This is rain falling, falling on you. Rain falling on the ground. The Bible says that if you bear a good crop for me, the farmer, you will have God's blessings. English B, we're doing English B with some Holy Spirit anointing. Did, did you get it? Is it clear? Are you sure? Derek, are you sure? When the ground, and you and I, we are the ground, if I soak up the rain that is falling on me and I bear a good crop for the farmer who the land is for. The Bible says that I will have God's blessings. In other words, if I receive any good thing from my farmer and I also return it by bringing forth good crops, the Bible says that it is a blessing. Verse 8, he says that. But if a field bears thorns and thistles, the field now is useless. 
Because it has drunk so much rain that you can't give the farmer thorns and weeds. All this water has been coming and tilling and plowing and this and all that. It's weeds you are going to give to the farmer. And the Bible says, the farmer will soon condemn that field and burn it. Those who repay good with evil. <laughs> you see, let, let us be very wise and say thank you. Say thank you with something and then live a life of gratitude towards that person. Our lives should be full of gratitude. There's a beauty in thanksgiving. It's a beauty in saying thanks all the time. You see? Was it? Epson. Is Epson here? Yeah, I met your mother today. I went to buy paint. And I met your mother. She said, oh, why didn't you let me know that? You are coming to buy paint. I would have helped you to get discount. Where do I know her from? She that I come to me church. Is in me church? She that I get man. And I'm emphasizing on her treating the man good. Out of all of that, she sees me buying paint and she's telling me, why didn't I tell her? How can I tell you? I don't even know that that's where she is. How can I tell her? That she would have organized for me to get discount. She, 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 she wants to do something good for me. I don't know anywhere. If it's not Alyssa, I don't know her from anywhere. But I'm sure as she's come around, as she's following her daughter's life, she, she feels that she, cannot, she should also do something good. So she says, next time I should take her number from her, Alyssa and call her before I come to Continental. Then the guy who was signing off, the, and I've been going there all this while. I've been buying paint. We've bought almost about 40 something gallons of paint so far for the roof. I've been going there. I go to Continental most of the time. They're a little expensive, but that's, you know, sometimes you, 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 you can't avoid them. What I don't like is the mask thing that they have there. It's just nonsense. I row when I go there. Anytime I go, I row. They give me mask. When I go in the I throw it out. When I come back, I say, I don't want another mask. So you try it there. You. COVID is gone. Use a mass, mass, mass. Then another guy who has been helping me, you know, signing off. Today he says, Are you a pastor? I say, Yeah. He says, You came to Apostle June's church. I say, Yeah. He said, I go to Prophet Elroy's church. I say, Wow. He said, When I heard your voice, I said, This voice, I know, I remember. So whilst we were talking, that's when Alyssa's mother came around. And so as she was campaigning for me to come next time and get a discount, the guy says, oh, he's also there. So if, if Alyssa's mother is not there, he will also give me a discount. <laughs> you see, the guy said, you prayed for me. I spoke to you and then you prayed for me. So you see, they, they, they want to do something good in return. But you see, these people are not members of my church who have prayed for more than them. 
who touches you and you fall down? Who, who, who does that for you? Shana, what happens to you when I lay my hands on you? Who is able to do something? But you see, because it's often and so often and so frequent, you don't appreciate it any longer. If you have things, beef to, to eat, you have bones to chew with me. Yeah. That's so why you tell me that I brought somebody who, why did I bring somebody like that here? Your mother's sponge. If when you're a leader, you can bring anybody you want to bring. The experiences you experience, many people don't have that. So when they get it once, they are grateful. They want this kind of like the thing is my personal discount. It's for the church. And they want to give it. Because they, they, want to, they want to do something. They want to do something in return. Ah, now Lisa's mother came here. They saw a wedding. She, she daughter get married in this church to one of my little boy pastors. If your head is working, you'll be very happy. It's just that small boys and girls who are not happy. They lock up the V like that. They lock up the V intact. You make sure it doesn't stink. Go as you've locked it down like that. Make sure it doesn't stink. Make sure. Cobweb doesn't uh, it doesn't uh, uh, catch cobweb. Uh, we bind the locks in the name of Jesus. <laughs> small exposure, small opening to to our church and our life. The woman wants to give me this. He said, no. Take my number and then call me next time we are coming. I'm sure I'll forget even. She's not my church member. She wants to do something good and return into my life. That's what the Bible says. There are people who do not pay back good with good, but they do that with evil. How can I say thanks? Because it's very evil to repay good with evil. So learn to say thank you. It's true. We take a lot of things for granted. Oh, yes. Take a lot of things for granted. Now, they are doing a, you know, Dr. Cho died during the pandemic. So they are doing a memorial for him. So prophet is one of the main preachers. And he's asked all the, most of the bishops to come. It's a privilege to travel all the way to Korea. If he wasn't prophet, well, I, I don't even have a boyfriend or girlfriend or nobody, pen pal or anybody in Korea. <laughs> he said, come to Korea. Come to Korea. I mean, you can be in Guyana and die right here. Remember, many people have visas and all of that, but they don't have anybody to say, come, come by me. <laughs> it's true. You can go to the embassy and get a visa. But the next thing is, who are you going to? <laughs> yeah, you need money. Because when you go, 
People are not easy there. It's money. It's not like, uh, your life is not like our lives that we have some concessions and some agreements. I mean, I get picked up. I go and live free, eat free, bath free. You, you go, your life is not like that. Nah. I go shopping and I happen to have them. Free. Free. <laughs> <laughs> if I happen to go to shopping with my, my, the, the sisters-in-law. Oh, my sister-in-law, my big brother's wife. She doesn't have time. If I go there and she gets time, and then the three of us go for shopping. Yeah. I'll take everything I want. I'll never pay a cent. To swipe her card like that. I said, oh, he said, oh, sweetheart, it's okay. I said, oh, I'm very happy about it. I'm saying, oh, you know. So, <laughs> uh, oh, sweetie, no, it's okay. I said, ah, I mean, you don't come here often. I mean, this one thing. So, so what about the little boy? Did you take some chocolate for him? I said, no, so let me take some chocolate. You go and take this big bit of chocolate. I said, oh, I said, my bag is small. I said, oh, no, you put it. Find somewhere and put it inside. Ah, yeah, sometimes I even buy bags. So I, just, I tell my brother, Charlie, let me take this bag. Put because, I think I, because I always travel with hand luggage. I don't travel with these big, big things that when you get to the airport, you have to go and stand at me. <laughs> I'm more blessed than that. <laughs> when I get down, I gone. So, if you put red ribbon on their bag, so they can do it. You're going to take somebody's back. He said, ah, no. <laughs> Those who repay good with evil. So let's be thankful so we will not repay good with evil. Because the Bible says that if you do that, no matter the reasons you have, <laughs> this door, when it opens, it doesn't depend on your reasons. Yeah, so he did some good things for me, and so what? Since he did some good things for me, he wants me to always worship him. Why? Is he God? Be careful. Be careful because it is recorded that the person has done good for you. So don't, 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 don't go into argument with spiritual principles that are activated the moment you fall inside. You see, if you're a fish, you, you enter into somebody's net when they are fishing. You, you end up in somebody's career. I tell you, if you like, try. When a fisherman goes to, to see and he throws his net. And you make the mistake to find yourself in the net. You will find yourself somewhere on the east coast in somebody's fish curry. And then you want to blame someone. You can't blame anybody because you've got yourself into the net. When you saw the net, you should have run away. <laughs> so when you see scriptures that speaks about certain things, you should make sure that you do not fulfill those scriptures, especially the bad ones or the negative ones. Are you with me? And I'm saying that, let us not just nod and say, oh yes, yes, good message, good message. Do the things I'm to do them. 
do them. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Anybody who does good to you, say, you know what? So go back. Even when you went to Ghana, who are those who used to be nice with you? Have you, have you even shown them that you are grateful? Since you traveled and came, it's finished. Until one day say, oh, 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 oh. Some of you went to Ghana. You don't, you don't, you don't remember those who were good to you. You don't, you don't say them anything. You don't tell them anything. It's all part of your journey. And when you are like that, you, you, you are not, it's a life of ingratitude. And the Bible says in the, in the last days, people will become unthankful. So if I want to assess those of you, for example, who went to Ghana, I can assess you by the people who were involved in your life when you were there, if you are still in contact with them or not. If not, you are a candidate of repaying good with evil. You want to argue? Some people gave you money. Some people gave you food. Some people took you to their homes. At least once or twice a year, happy Easter, happy Christmas, happy birthday. I say something. When you don't live your life like that, don't forget that the Bible says evil will never leave your house. No matter where you go for prayer, the pastor or whoever can't remove the evil from your house because the evil has come. The evil came by legal rights. No man of God can move it. If the person is a man of God, he should be able to see that. Hmm, there's somebody. There's somebody. There's, I see some in Tefu. You know in Tefu? There's some Tefu. And let's say, yes, I know. So, so you have to go and say thank you to him. Then this thing will go. <laughs> he can't say, oh, in the name of Jesus, the Son of God, I remove. No, the, the evil came because of ingratitude. It is the reverse that takes away the evil. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are you there? So as I'm preaching, I think I, I spoke about what? Is it 10, 10 what, people that you, you are thankful for? Do you have a list like that? I wasn't joking. No, it was real. It was very, very important. So you say thank you. I read it to you. You say thank you. You do something good that shows that you are thankful. So ask yourself, what have I done that is good to show that I'm thankful? This, you have to check these three things with you by with yourself. So I am I said thank you. What good thing am I doing or have I done to say thank you? You get it? And then number three, be thankful, maintaining a grateful attitude as a lifestyle of, 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 of thanksgiving. Lifestyle. Lifestyle. Thanksgiving as a lifestyle. It's ongoing. Continuously. Yeah. Continuous. Continuous. As a, a writing notes. Yeah. My new church members are even punctual. They come to church early and they, they write notes. The old church members, they don't come in. They, they are repaying good with evil. <laughs> it's true. If you realize, you see that you become, you become big. You don't do the things that children do anymore. You become old. You become big. You, 
you now analyze, you drag your foot. When it works, when it's convenient, there's, there's no urgency. You, you, you should check yourself when you get a little older in the church. You become a bit, a bit of a problem. Yeah. You come to the church, but you don't come early. In the beginning, you used to come early. And I've been coming early all my life. And I'm the biggest around. If you want to talk about that as big. I'm here always before you. Yeah. He said, when, when you get big, when you, get, you slow down, when you begin to analyze and assess things in the wrong way and a bad way, you begin to, it begins to affect your, 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 your attitude around. Yes? Say thank you to show that you are, you are thankful. Do something good that shows that you are thankful and then be thankful maintaining a grateful attitude. What have you done to your top 10 thank you uh, persons list? Have you approached them? Have you approached them? Have you said anything to them to say thank you? You've not done it? Sure. I told you to do it. And then today, your assignment is to check all the top 10 if you are in good standing with them. In their eyes. Does any of them feel like you gone away and left them? Like you don't remember when people is is there anybody who feels like you are not in good standing with them? Is there anybody like that? Is there anybody you have repaid that top ten? Have you repaid any of them good with evil? Then you also have to look this assignment number two. Is due when you die. When you die, the day you are dying, you bring the, the, the paper to me. I'll mark it. The person who has been good to you, have you said thank you? If you've not, say it. And thank you. There's never too many thank yous. Then, have you done something good that shows that you are thankful? And are you thankful, maintaining a grateful attitude, this is practical. This is, this is not, I've come to check the impartation service. This is what I'm imparting. A heart and a life of gratitude. That's the impartation tonight. And to be able to benefit from this impartation, you need to do the things that, 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 that we've mentioned. Top 10. List of people I'm grateful for. Number one. Have I said thank you? Have I said thank you with something good? Am I thankful and have I maintained a grateful attitude towards this person? And number four, have I ever done anything to, to mean evil to this person as they have done good to me? Please, it's assignment. I don't know which class, which exams you are going to write. If you are writing CXU or CAPE, I'm giving you assignment. Yes, it's a good assignment. Check yourself. Analyze. Otherwise, it is coming. It's the book. You say, you write your name and all of that. No benefit. No benefit. Top 10. If you don't have 10, it means that you are, you are very young in life. 
Must have top list. How many do you have? Do you have a list like that? Hey, but I said you should have a list. Or you were not here when I was talking about it. But how many, how many of you even say, hey, they go? I mean, for example, when Jeremiah and these people came out, how many have gone to say thank you to the pastors there? Pastor Calvin. They are the ones who have put there, taught them, loved them. You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. The preacher scriptures. All of that. Ah, help me, help me, please. A, 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 a bucket of uh, seven pieces of chicken for you and your staff. For raising and, and bringing up Jeremiah in the ways of the Lord. Yeah. Jada Greenwich. Chicken. Where's your mother? Where's Yulana? Is she here? Or is she there home? She's at home. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Help Naomi and her group, they deserve chicken. Yeah. So that people, if you want to be part of the church, challenge these people who teach the children, they are blessed too. Challenge this day, somebody's doing this. One day, one parent is doing this. But, but you see that it's here that we fight. We fight. Yeah, we fight. My other child told me that the, the little the, the daughter or something was not being treated well. You, you believe your children more than the big people who are pastors, who are qualified. You believe the small children more than them. Are you not ungrateful? You should bring your child to sit next to you and let them trouble you right there in the church. And I'll mention your name and I'll, dis- I'll, I'll disturb you and I'll sack you from the church. Then you feel, you feel it. You, then you really appreciate how somebody stays away from the service to make you feel nice and listen to the preacher. Charlie, top 10 oh. Top 10. And I, I'm sure the children's service pastors, their names are not even on your list. Assignment is due when you die. Right? Top 10. Grateful people. People you are grateful for. Number one, have you said thank you? Have you done, have you said a thank you well with something good? Number three, be thankful and maintain a grateful attitude towards them. Number four, Analyze and check whether you have repaid any of the good with evil and correct it. Yeah. I can never be somebody who has done anything bad to you. Never. Even if I've done only one thing good in your life. Then number three says be thankful and maintain a grateful attitude. So along the way in your life, if things don't go well, it doesn't take me away from being good to you at a point in your life. Do, do you understand the maths that I'm calculating? A plus A is A squared, um, 2A. Do you understand? So, have I done anything good for you? One. I've not done anything. At least one. One something. Where I stay. Where you are staying? Ah! I mean, I thought you were going to say Joshua or something. <laughs> it's one of the good things. So, I can never, from the teaching, 
That's not, I'm not, I'm trying to say, a bishop is, no, no. The teaching, I can never be somebody that you ever repay the good with evil. You should mark it. Say, no, no not. When if he comes to you and says, no, 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 Satan, get you behind me. Not him. Maybe my, 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 my uncle or my cousin. Not, not this man. That's what I'm talking about. Because otherwise, sometimes we go along after the good and then things don't get, go well and things are not very well. and all that. Then it's like blame is beginning to come. It's the man who put me where I was staying. I put Elizabeth where to stay. She didn't stay. She didn't stay at all. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Jew tell you. Her things, it's even Jew who moved it for her. She didn't even know that the things had been moved. I gave her a place to stay. She never stayed there. Yeah. yeah. So anytime she thinks I've done something bad to her, do you remember when I gave her places and she didn't go? She says, far. The place far. The place far. Liz, you remember? Yeah. Every good relationship, there are all kinds of things inside of They're all part of the relationship. But you make sure that you correct them. Are you with me? Oh. If I get your place to stay, will you be grateful? Yeah, sure. Yeah, until problems start coming. I say, it's Bishop who brought me to this place here, so. <laughs> That's how some people's mind work. It's like, I am the cause of your problems. No, you have to detach me from your problems. Your problems have come because of you. Yes. I was talking to a young lady who I know. She used to get barrels from America. So I was asking her the other day, you, you, you still get barrels? She said, no. I said, why? She said, hmm. I said, girlfriend, take the phone and message the barrel sender today and say, hello, barrel sender. i sorry that I've not been communicating. You know, I miss you. I love you. And I, I said, you get him barrel from somebody. You don't talk to the person. What are you worried about? I'm sure there's a barrel there that is not coming because you are not talking to the person. If you correct it right now, you see tomorrow you get a message like, Barrel coming. Yeah. And so, since I started following God, uh, all my barrels are going away. <laughs> you are the one who has stopped the barrels from coming. <laughs> Is that what you're to me tonight? That's the assignment. If you carefully look at it, I tell you, you have a very nice life. Because some of the problems that sometimes people go through, it is because of how they are paying other people back. A life of ingratitude. I can never lay my hands, you see, I can never lay my hands on you here as married couple. And then when I say something about the marriage, you don't listen. You'll be cursed. Even if I tell you that you should have sex with your husband three times a day, don't, don't, don't say, what? Three times? Many people, that's how you behave. If I say something, you take it as a joke. You don't do it. You will not enjoy the marriage. Oh, you, you, are, repairing, you are repairing good with evil. 
the instructions that I give you for all the ceremony and everything that went on, you don't see, you don't see the seriousness of it, isn't it? If I ever give you an instruction that do this, but you see, it's even in some of these marriages that sometimes the husband and the wife say, the Bishop is biased. Bishop always support this person. It's now me you're, you're assessing like that. <laughs> what, else, what else put you together? He didn't say that Bishop is biased on this side. Look at you. That's what happens. Yeah, I've, I've had it before. One day, a wife said, a wife, many years ago, a wife said that, I'll never go and tell Bishop anything because I know when I go, I know what he will say. He always blame me. I'll never tell him anything. That's how the marriage didn't work. The marriage didn't work at all. It didn't even survive. Hey, it went through mud and it didn't survive the mud. Because when somebody lays their hands on your marriage and pray for you, if they say, <clears throat> you say, yes, master, yes, sir. <clears throat> yes. If you ever think that you have a choice when somebody prays over your marriage and lays their hands on and, and if you have a choice, it's just like if you, when you become a pastor in this church, if you ever think that you have a choice against the person who appointed you or who led you to be appointed, if you ever have a choice, you are, you are in, a, in a danger zone if you, if, if you think so. If you think so, you're in a danger zone. I should never come into your marriage and say something. If I pray over you and say something, you, you won't listen to me. That is the day you begin to go down. I'm telling you. It's as serious as that. The rain that drinks, the, the, the earth that drinks, the rain that falls off upon it. It's, it's, it's biblical. Right there, Hebrews chapter, chapter what, five or six and seven. I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Eel, your time is coming. I pray for your marriage. When you go into marital problems and I come in, take your feelings. Your feelings don't matter. It's principles that matter. You see, Eel, the things that we find difficult to do, they are most of the time the things that we must do. It's difficult to... You see, believe. Believe is like... Standing on the roof and just throwing yourself and not watching whether the person who said they will catch you will catch you. It's not easy. That's belief. So even when you stand there and Calvin is there, I know Calvin. So Calvin says, No, please, I'll catch you. You? I know you by. <laughs> That's belief. It all starts when I pray for you and Joshua. Then you get into the marriage and Joshua will do something and it will go into your heart and I'll come and say, apologize to him. <laughs> you start asking me if I understand the problem. Why, why would I just come and say that you should apologize? You see, you have erred already because when I was laying my hands on you, you didn't question me. When you're white, your face powder, your eye wig, you are smiling, all the people are here. You didn't say anything. Now, when I came in, I said something. All of a sudden, you want to analyze what I'm saying. When I say that, immediately you say that, I would never have apologized. But because Bishop said it. There's a blessing in that, in this scripture, that means even if I come and say it 200 times, never say, why is it only me that he wants me to? Every time he comes, it's me. 
it should never be a problem. Am I, am I saying something that you don't know? <laughs> you see, some of these people, they, they, they give birth to children and they put my name inside. One day I can say that that child bring, is, is, lives with me from today. It's not your child, it's my child now. Or oh, you put my name on a child. You forgot that the child has Collins inside their name. So I said, now the Collins is ripe. They have to come and stay in my house. Finish. Then now you and, you and Keshi are going to analyze and say, hey. Oh, Bishop Depon, man. I mean, <laughs> these pastors now, they become very, very powerful. They won't take your children from you. I said, think about it too. When the ground soaks up the falling rain and bears a good crop. Many people are out now. It has been because of that. Because when I say something, it is no more final. They now want to assess my right in that thing. Because it's me here who is feeling it. Bishop doesn't understand. He doesn't know PJ. He doesn't know Pastor Joshua. He doesn't live here. All of that doesn't matter. When God says, go and kill Isaac, you can say, ah, but you gave me this only one. You see, that's the promise. You know, I've grown to love this boy. I suck, I drove Ishmael away. Now, this only one that I have, you say, there is nothing like that. He says, go and kill him. You take him and you, you go to where he says, you go and kill him. Are you listening? Never analyze anything. If, I, if I've done something for you, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. If I've done something for you. Be careful when I come in to your life. You don't, you don't challenge me about my right in your life. My right? My left. Not only right, but left also. Is it a good time to close? I think so. Oh, sure. Yeah. Yeah. I've prayed for many people here in front to get married. And my voice was never final in their lives. And today they are nowhere. Yeah. Because when I say something, it doesn't mean anything. They forgot the hands that was laid on them. There is no price tag to hands being laid on you, you know. There is no price tag. There's no price tag. If I buy a ticket for you to go to Ghana, because oh, it was just 500,000, I'll pay him back so that he stopped talking this, talking around. I'll pay him back. Mommy, mommy, please help me pay this bishop money. It's 500,000. <laughs> Maybe you can pay us at 500,000. But laying out of hands, if I lay my hands on you, how much is it? If I lay my hands on you, how much is it? How much is it? 20,000? 50,000? 100,000? 1 million? 2 million? So many of you are young, you're growing, you're getting married, maybe dedication, all of that. You have to learn. 
earth, the rain that you drink, you are supposed to show that you have drunk rain. There should never be a point in your life if you're a church member here, when I say something, you say, your mouth will twist to your back here like that. You'll get stroke, yeah. It's very easy to do, you know. It's very easy. Very easy. Because many Christians here don't fear God at all. You see, all kinds of things. All the things you talk about. All the things, yeah. <laughs> so, so, somebody was asking me, is it okay for a man of God to dismiss a court case? It's a very nice question. Because somebody has done something bad, they've gone to God. Why is the man of God dismissing the case? <laughs> Why does the man of God let the case go and let the person be punished? Jesus dismissed cases. Ah, so, you see that there's a lot of ignorance. Well, he, he, he forgave us of our sins. We were going to die. And he said, no, he will live. As for cases, God dismisses cases all the time. Praise the Lord. All right, let's go home. Stand to your feet, please. Time is up. Please do your assignment. All right, it's very important. Never worry about saying thank you. It's it's a blessing to do that. It's a blessing. God sees it. One day, somebody also say thank you to you. You also never lack thank you. Yeah, somebody will also be very, very grateful to you for what you've done for them. It's just a matter of time. It's just a matter of time. Amen. All right. Father, thank you for tonight. We love We appreciate all the things you tell us. May you not be hearers of the word and not doers deceiving ourselves. I thank you for transformation in our lives. Impartation has taken place tonight. I declare... In Jesus' name. Amen. For booking and more information on the ministry of Victor Collins, please call us on 592-691-5301 or email us at shepherdhousegy at gmail.com God richly bless you.